Hey, hey, you're listening to Johnny's Secret Stash. I'm John Goldman, and you're listening to us on Radio Harbor Country, WRHC, 106.7 FM out of Three Oaks, Michigan, and WRHZ, 93.5 out of Sawyer, Michigan. Uh, Johnny's Secret Stash is underwritten by Kara's Cottages. Kara's Cottages... um, Karis Cottages are one of Kalamazoo's first Airbnbs. They're walking distance within local shops, breweries, and some of Michigan's most beautiful walking trails. Additional information at karascottages.com. That's Karas and Cottages with a K. And today I'm happy to welcome Brian McClure. Uh, Brian uh, is the host of a um, a one man band. Um, and he goes, he advertises himself as Celtics and classics. And, uh, you can see him all around Harbor country at the wineries, at the breweries, at, uh, the small bars, uh, private events, anywhere, anywhere anyone would want him to be. And, uh, he is an awesome violin player. He plays guitar, he plays drums, uh, multi-instrumentalist, and uh, a real entrepreneur. Looking forward to talking with him. Okay, I'm here with Brian McClure. How you doing, Brian? Doing pretty good. All How's right. it going? Pretty good. We had a little uh, setup, setup issues, but I'm glad we're off and running. Yeah. And really, it's really great to have you on the show. Um, just a little recap. So my partner, Karen, and I uh, were at Sister, uh, Sister Lake Brew, Brew Company, I think it was. Yeah, Sister Lake's Brewery. Sister Lake's yeah. Brewery. Yeah. Like 2020. Uh, and we ran it. And you were playing uh, along with the backups and Mike Struin. All right. And, their anniversary party. Yeah, that that's right. That. Yep. And it was, I think everyone was wearing masks. It was deep, deep into like yeah. early covid mm-hmm. no one knew what was going on and we're and, outside and we were outside yeah, and yeah. it was uh it was like you know the the mask came off like you know we in in the sense that like everyone was so excited to be there and yeah. jumping around it was really a fun time yeah it was that time we were all excited to get out of masks i remember that yeah <laughs> but that's where we met you and we were yeah. like just to- so taken away and and your your thing you know you play celtic music uh irish music and um you know you do it from a place of love for sure yeah and thanks. uh it, you know it's a lot of, and then we saw you just the other night at local poor where you were playing that's right and and i've noticed that you've been playing all over the place like you know every weekend you got a gig here and a gig there and you yeah, must, it's been great. You must travel yeah, a couple hundred miles a, a weekend just to oh, go combined to all these... miles, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I usually don't go more than an hour away from well, my home uh, and pawpaw. Yeah, that, that's what yeah. I mean. But that's that's per, that's a lot yeah. of moving around. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to if you want to be a you know performing musician. You know. It's kinda... Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and you've got a real niche kind of um, music that you play. Um, and so, what is the origin of of your style of music? Oh, well, um, you know, so I was a, you know, high school, middle school orchestra violinist, you know, and didn't really know what to do with it afterwards, like so many other violinists before me, I'm sure. Um, And it wasn't until my senior year at uh, Purdue University in uh, West Lafayette, Indiana, that a, an Irish pub called Nine Irish Brothers opened up and they were looking for 
traditional Irish music. Uh-huh. And um, somebody, I've, I think Facebook was still a little bit new. This we're talking 2006 um, when this happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they were like, hey, do you want to play some Irish music? And I was like, okay, that sounds fun. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my family is half Irish and, uh, like, on my mom's side is really Irish. And, and I just uh, fell into it and just started loving the, the vibe of it, the the funness and the uh it's also very like history there's a lot of you know storytelling and uh just like there's just so much about it it's really dynamic genre and i just kind of fell into it you know wow i I didn't so you basically were asked to play irish music before you really had that much of a history of doing it right yeah Yeah, that's how how i got into it yeah (laughs) and so um and i also met your dad the other day um and he's in a band called for pete's sake that's right right. yeah and is do they play uh irish music as well yeah they do uh, irish and they'd also do some like old timey and bluegrass yeah Uh, they do a kind of a they're set up you know where they stand around the one central microphone set up that's more of an american uh, oh like a bluegrass yeah almost like a bluegrass i I love when they do that yeah yeah, but um yeah they're they're really good you know very good storytellers you know and so that's what it's all about yeah yeah so how did you and and does your your parents live around here or are you from here and then went down to purdue and came back or yeah actually i went to high school in uh, laporte and yeah so not too far from here yeah Uh my dad still lives in laporte and uh yeah, so I was living in Indianapolis also, but from LaPorte, I moved down to West Lafayette to go to college, and then I moved down to Indy, and then I lived in Nashville, Tennessee for a while, too, and then moved back to Indy for a long time, and then uh, then moved up to Pawpaw, so I've been kind of all over the place. <laughs> Were you, um, do, and now you do this as your full-time thing. Uh, yeah, well, full-time for income and as far as like my uh, you keep yourself busy yeah, otherwise yeah. i'm sure let's just yeah. say we bought a fixer upper when i moved to papa <laughs> <laughs> that's that'll keep you quite busy yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so um uh but in terms of of playing on a regular basis and mm-hmm. you know as as your full-time thing uh, were you doing that before you moved up here when you were in Indianapolis or did you uh, just start doing that when you came up here? Just started doing it when I came up here. I was in a I was in a three-piece band uh, called Highland Rain. Uh, they're a Scottish three-piece uh, like folk rock band um, and they're still they're still gigging and everything and they're based out of Indy so I had to leave the band when I moved up here it just it wasn't going to work out you know. Uh, logistically sure that would so, be hard for you yeah so it was, it was sad to leave the guys you know they they do a great job and it's always fun playing with them you know um i still kind of cross paths with them at fiddler's hearth in south bend and oh uh, right uh-huh. yeah so that's a good uh scottish band if anybody's listening and wants to see another good you know upbeat scottish rock band you know and that sounds cool yeah that's just all traditional instruments and no um you know uh distortion or anything like that right um so, uh, yeah, what do you say? So traditional fun. instruments, like traditional Scottish uh, instruments, or well, what do you mean? I was just meaning just acoustic, really. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, but there there are some traditional instruments of Celtic music, like for for example, I do play the uh, the bodron, which is like an Irish drum. Oh, you have one right here. And too. I have one here, yeah. And I saw your dad playing that the other night too. That's yeah. uh, kind of a fun looking thing, right? What makes that? Um, 
what makes that different? Is it that it has that little um, bat that you use as like a um, drumstick? Yeah, yeah it, it, that makes it different. And uh, also, um, they come in all shapes and sizes, so you get them all kinds of tones out of them. And uh, and you can manipulate the skin with uh, by pressing on the back of the skin, uh-huh. and you can make it go up and down in tone. Uh-huh. So instead of having a bunch of different drums, like a full drum kit, you can just kind of make your own wow. tones and i almost use it sometimes as like a bass you know put like a doom 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 kind of like one of those bass runs sure, in some sure. of my songs you know, with it so <laughs> oh that's pretty cool and yeah. when did you uh, start incorporating that into your playing um that that was actually so that's a good question um i was always a fiddle player you know and when i moved up here i started figuring out okay how do i just play you know, solo because I I knew right. getting gigs is going to be a little bit tough with a full band and and also the scheduling with trying to get everybody together and everything. And I was like, well, maybe I can figure something out on my own. And it wasn't until my my wife bought me the drum on uh, for Christmas one day. Oh, that's nice. And then I had the epiphany, like, oh wait, I can do like a whole one man band show. So yeah. are you playing the this drum device, which uh, the name of which I yeah. don't quite Bodron, remember? Boron or Boron or Boron, people say all it right. all kinds of ways. It's B O D H R A N is how you spell it. <laughs> okay, Bodron. All yeah. right, I'll I'll uh, probably mess that up yeah, a couple more times. Weird Gaelic words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how do you play that and play guitar or violin? I mean, I understand how you might be able to sing along with it, but mm-hmm. you know, it's it's it, it, with one person, it seems pretty hard to play um, that and you know, like a stringed instrument. Yeah. Or something well, else. Um, I use a a loop pedal. Ah, so yes. Okay. It's, it's a device where you press the button, which is like by your foot, and uh, it starts recording whatever you are playing, and then uh, you hit it again, and it will repeat back what you just played in it at the exact time you hit the button. So it's a very rhythmic tool, and it's pretty much like uh, if anybody knows music as they're listening that you know it's pretty much making your own metronome yeah and so it took a lot of practice i know most musicians don't like playing to a metronome um and uh but this has really helped me with my rhythm with with using a loop pedal um so and in general my show i usually can um on a typical song what i try to do is just loop the guitar you know play the the three chords or four chords whatever they are in the rhythm loop that perfectly yeah and then loop the drum over the top of that right and then i can sing and play the fiddle at the same time so oh I, that's great so yeah. that gives me like the full kind of a band sound you know yeah it kind of gives me all the aspects of a full band yeah and it would be a little embarrassing to have a band where the band members are literally just playing the same thing over and over each bar so yeah. this way <laughs> you don't have yeah. to have any you know any right. individual suffering you yeah know, of being like she's cogs in your band yeah. you know and, and it's all you so yeah well i do miss playing with people so yeah, i mean I, I mean there's there's a lot of things i i'm limited by by doing that you know sure, certain sure. arrangements of the song i can only 
you know, it's, for instance, I still haven't figured out how to add a bridge to a song. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, right. But 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 you know, but my my you have show to turn off the loop and start kind of all over again or something. Yeah. Right? So it's sometimes you, you don't, can't make it too awkward. You know. So it has. <laughs> it's like I really had to practice with it to make it um, work well. And I and I don't I don't use loop pedal on all my songs right. in my shows. Sometimes I just sing and play the guitar. You know and. I mean, not just saying just just, but I'm like right, right. The typical it, you performer, would, you know, and yeah, so. instead of having the the back um, round with with the loop pedal and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, are there any songs where you play, um, do you, where you try to play the drum or or a beatbox or anything like that while you're also playing uh, the, the um, violin or or the guitar? Uh, not too often, I guess. Wait, say that again. <laughs> you know, uh, so uh, do you, what about a beatbox? You ever incorporate oh, a beatbox into? Yeah, see, I try to, um, I try to stay away from any kind of like technology. <laughs> okay. So I try and keep it as like um, acoustic as possible. Oh, and um, I, what I'm talking about is one of those like little stools you sit on, and mm-hmm. it's just real reson. It has a, a lot of resonation, and you can like hit it oh, you uh, with a, your hand uh, or your foot while you're. Sitting and doing something else, kind of. Yeah, like a cajon. Is it what it's called? A cajon? Yeah, okay. those the wooden boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a cajon. Okay. Um, you know, I've I've thought about other instruments, but really, I think uh, I just kind of want to just stick with mine. I, I like the look of it on the stage, and and um, you know, I, I could also add a mandolin. I could ask, I could add right. a ukulele. But you know, for my show when I'm out gigging all the time, I wanted to keep it somewhat simplified for my own sanity you know yeah yeah <laughs> so, right and it, and it does well it, it works for what i needed to do and you know for, for having everybody listening having a good time you know yeah you know. and that seems to be your goal is to you know get the audience involved and and it's it's fun music uh, you know right. it gets people up mm-hmm. and dancing and moving around and um and then you incorporate you incorporate you know both traditional irish music or, you know, maybe that's an overstatement, but, you know, traditional sounding Gaelic music or, mm-hmm. and, and also just, you know, regular classic covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And, you know, so people that, that uh, are there to, to, with, to hear the traditional music are, get all excited about that. And then, you know, the people that are there to drink beer are like, hey, was that, uh, you mm-hmm. know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> was that Sweet Home Alabama? What was that? Yeah. <laughs> I want to reach a broad audience as broad as a, I possibly can, you know? And, yeah. Uh, and, and sometimes, you know, the audience is always different. And I love that about my show that I'm developing is um, it's, I can kind of hit all those aspects and depending on that show, the, the people that are there that night, maybe some that will be more requests for more Celtic music and I can right. do more Celtic music and, or maybe sometimes I have people ask for more of the classics or more country songs and I just kind of, uh, go steer wherever the audience is going to take the show. Really, uh-huh. kind, kind of, of go with the flow. Yeah. Uh, so do you come to a particular show with a song list in mind or, I mean, you could be pretty flexible. Do you just kind of go from one song to another based on what you've just played? Um, yeah, pretty much. I've, I've written set list before, but really I just kind of use it as a guideline Yeah, and I just really kind of just feel the crowd, you know, right. so, sometimes when I first start, you know, people are real quiet and to themselves and, you know, I'm not going to come out with a big rock song, you know, some loud 
you know, a hitter yeah, that, yeah. you know, so I just kind of ease into it and just, and just feel the energy of the crowd. And like when I want to do a higher energy song, you know, or just do a nice soft love song. So I, I try and play to the crowd as much as I can, you know. Do people make a lot of, are there a lot of people that make suggestions or rec, or requests for songs? Oh, yeah. 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 And that's the beautiful thing about Celtic music, too. Right. Like a lot right. of people have been listening to it their whole life, and they go back in the history, and it reminds them of some past memory they have. And, uh, and it, you know, it's really, some people are, it's really near and dear to them, you know. And uh, so I get requests all the time, especially like Danny Boy. And, oh, yeah, yeah. But a lot of people request Danny Boy, I feel like, because... They don't know if that's the only Irish song they can think of, you know. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You end up playing like four times in a night yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like, oh. do you want to play a song now? I, I know you have your, your violin with you and uh, your guitar. Do you and... want me to play Danny Boy? <laughs> ah, well. <laughs> no, no. Not, not, now that I said that, you don't want me to. I could play Danny Boy. I mean, I'm sure some listeners would love it. I mean, it's a Let's beautiful song. Let's do it. Song, right, it sure is. Yeah, it's uh-huh. a great song. All right. So I Sounds usually... I usually just play that on the on the fiddle. Yeah, yeah. And just do an instrumental. On that. All right. And I'm, uh, for those just checking in, I'm talking to Brian McClure, and uh, probably the only one man uh, Celtic uh, player that that I know around the area, and um, keeping his his uh, his fiddle tuned. All right. Whenever you're ready, man. All right. I'm going to turn go. off my mic.
Oh man, that was very nice. Right, thank you. Yeah, yeah that was. Uh, you must. You played that a lot, a lot, a lot of times. Oh, for a, yeah. for a long time. And for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful you, song. Though. And you're so uh, you know flexible with your with your violin, your fiddle. You just pick it up and boom, you know. Yeah. Um, that's so, so the beauty of playing the fiddle. You know, if yeah. anybody, anybody out there is like still working on the fiddle or thinking about picking it up, it's a it's a great instrument uh, for the human body to just sit there and just play anything you want. You know, yeah. very very expressive instrument. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you learn how to play that when you were growing up? Yeah, through, uh, you know, middle school, high school orchestra, right. you know, doing classical. and. Do they still have the Suzuki method when I was a kid? That's right. I, I did the Suzuki method. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. I remember being like four years old and yeah. having to like, you know, go uh-huh. to go uh, play play violin. But, you know, I remember being able to play, you know. Right. It was, okay. Uh, they, well, just to the point where when you're a really little kid, like, you know, being able to make sounds that sounded like music was kind of exciting. And yeah, that's right. kind of what I think that whole method was all about. Like just throwing the kids into the deep end, you know, mm-hmm. watching them swim. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it was kind of, kind of nice. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so you started playing when you were a little kid and then, yeah. did, uh, you know, did, were you in like the school band and that kind of thing? Yeah. We had, where... we had an orchestra. Yeah. yeah the school Laporte, orchestra. Laporte high school and uh, Boston middle school. Yeah. Or at the time. I think it's all changed now. Like their school system has changed up now. It used to be two uh-huh. separate middle schools. I think now they combined them. I don't, I'm not even sure what happened. <laughs> but, yeah. But the old Boston Middle School. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and, and then you weren't calling it a violin at that time. When did it, when does it transform to be a fiddle? Uh-huh. I'm imagining it's the same <laughs> instrument. It's just how yeah. you're playing. Uh, that's it. a good question. I, I yeah, yeah, it's the same exact instrument. I just call it just a different attitude. Yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> you I know, if you. you're playing an orchestra, you know, as you would definitely say it's a violin, and you don't ever call it a fiddle in, that, <laughs> in those respects. When you're in a symphony <laughs> or something, you know. But I uh, I prefer the name fiddle because I I, I like the uh, the informality of it. And, right and just knocking down those walls of uh you know it's it's about the music it's about togetherness it's about you know just having a good time you know that's it what I does focus seem on. to draw people together you know yeah, uh, right. a fiddle playing song where it um just kind of arousing fun uh kind of sound yeah oh i have a yeah, this I've had some uh, really good history and uh, with with the fiddle in my my past um, since I started playing uh, Irish music. I just I've, everything like in my life, whatever I try and do, it just whenever I play music, things come easier for some reason. Like the flow of life, you know, if you believe in the thing, and uh, and just everything good in my life always came from me pursuing playing fiddle. You know, yeah, so it's really strange. You know? And do you think it's the instrument and your comfort with it, or you think it's just sound generally? Because I've been hearing, you know, I've been, you know, kind of doing a deep dive into sound and music and um, documentaries mm-hmm. and and uh, those kinds of things about sound and music. And I'm finding out that, you know, okay, we all love music, and but you know how how far back does music really go? I mean, there's been sounds and people using sounds for specific things for, you know, thousands of years. But it seems like, you know, actually having music and musicians, maybe, maybe 1000 years. I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know the details of that, but what I'm getting at is that the human, human body, humans 
seem to have really um, become connected with sound in in a way that you know maybe it doesn't happen with other other animals, but you know it sound can uh, provide relaxation, mm-hmm. it can lift spirits, it can um, you know can do all kinds of things. The vibration you know mm-hmm. has a has an effect on um, the vagal nerve. Mm-hmm. And, you know, probably playing the fiddle can give you all that relaxation because you've got all that vibration coming through your body. Mm-hmm. Had you, you know, ever really thought about that? Uh, or you just... Well, yeah, I mean, it definitely can help get get you through, like, if you're kind of low, you know, it kind of helps you, like, emotionally deal with some things, you know, because, well, like I said, it's very expressive. You yeah. Know? So if you need to get something out of your system or, I mean especially performing in front of people. And when they're, they're, if you know people are really into what you're playing, it's just like you have that human connection going on. Yeah. And that just feels amazing. And it has so many healing properties to that alone for both sides. Right. So, you know, um, the kind of music that you play seems to, like I was saying before, you know, kind of gets people excited, brings people together, maybe gets them off their feet. And get some more engaged than than other kinds. I, I'm sure that when you're, you know, if you play just, you know, like a Gordon Lightfoot song, I don't know if that's in your yeah. repertoire. Yeah. Yeah, uh, do you don't quite, yeah, you don't <laughs> quite get the reaction from the crowd as you might get with like a rousing Celtic song. And um, I wonder if you've really noticed that uh, there's, you know, certain kind of songs that, that kind of get people's reaction and and get them reacting more than others yeah well i mean i think all the songs have their place you know it's not like well they should only do rousing songs you know sometimes people want to go and just be moved you know on our some song that you know brings up a past memory you know and it's just really good good for people to like remember those memories again you know it's good for your mind to go back in time and remember things you know yeah so um yeah I, i mean that's why I, I like to play the crowd, you know. It's, it's all dependent right. on that. And um, it's, I think that's where a good performance comes into play is when you're really connecting with the people. Because that's, that's the whole point, you know. I, I don't try and be a, a, you know, act like I'm at some recital or a concert or like, you know, everyone be quiet and listen to exactly what I am playing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's, I don't know, I don't, want, I, want, I don't want to use that approach. I want to be... The more people I have have fun and maybe come out of their shells or connect or get emotional, that's those are the key points that make me feel like I did a good job. Yeah, you know, uh, that's that's really nice. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, it, I'm I'm just you know I, I'm trying to understand the the transition from um, you know being in high school. And learning how to play the violin, and mm-hmm. then and then getting this invitation um, to uh, to maybe play some um, uh, Celtic music at at this bar when you you know you first kind of got started, and uh, you know now like you're the source like you, you know yeah. there there's oh, not a lot thanks. of people doing what you're doing. <laughs> And Which I think it's sad. It is, it is sad. <laughs> I was really surprised when I moved up here. How I was like, well, how come I'm the only one playing Celtic music? And why are people looking at me weird? Like, why are you playing Celtic music in a winery? Like, well, you know, I, I was like, well, it's part of our history around here, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that, but that's pretty cool that, um, 
you're introducing a lot of people in this area, in the mm-hmm. Harbor Country area, to this style of music that, you know, I'm sure people are familiar with. They've heard it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Especially to, for on St. Patty's Day. <laughs> yeah, and, and to have it being mm-hmm. played uh, live and, um, you know, with, with real effect and, and, being, and having it played in a way where it's, it's approachable. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, some, uh, you know, some people in traditional garb or, and, uh, you know, doing it as part of like a, a historical reenactment or something like that. You know, you're, yeah. you're making it modern and, yeah, and inviting people to, to share it. Yeah, I, I, like, I, try and, um, I try not to manipulate the songs, you know, that, that were written. You know, I play a lot of like the Dubliners and, you know, a lot of their songs, you know, they're written in the 60s and things. And I try and write, I, I try and perform those songs as best as I can as a musician, not putting my own spin on it uh-huh. or my own like modern flair. Yeah. Know, I try and just sing it as clearly as possible, but just put like the right passion behind it, like where I think the passion should be. And like, I think that would be my, my take on the song would be not my uh, musical expression of different notes or rhythms. It'd be more like my energy I put behind it. You know? So, um, I know that your dad is now in a band that does similar kind of music, but mm-hmm. was that, um, you know, what things were like when you were growing up? Was was he playing in a band at that time, or, or he was, uh, you know, were you playing it around the house? He was actually a full kit, drum kit, blues drummer for like 50 ah, years, cool. and he started playing on pots and pans when he was a little toddler. Yeah. Like, so, uh, so he's got so, real drumming in his soul. Yeah, yeah. so I kind of grew up with him uh, having band practice in the basement and just rocking the entire house, you know, with the big rigs of the guitar players and the bass players, and just, it was just loud. Oh, man, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this, you grew up with this stuff. Yeah, kind of. You know, I was I was a little bit sheltered from it. You know, I didn't go out. They played at the bars a lot, and, you know, I wasn't able to go to that. But, um, yeah, I, I would say I would be wrong to say it didn't have an effect on me, you know. So. Well, then what about, like, the Celtic influence? Where Was he playing songs like that, or, or was your family um, singing songs like that? No, no, I wouldn't say so. Really? I so just, so um, you just you sort of dug into your background and then decided, mm-hmm. like, hey, i got to figure this out. Yeah. And so what did you do to to uh, you know find out more about this type of music well, and learn knew, the songs and I things like we, that? We talked about like our our like lineage before. Like my last name is McClure mm-hmm. and my like uh my dad's side we always looked about looked back on that and we knew we were Scottish, you know, originally. And then my mom was like, "Well, her last name is Donham and that's actually that's actually technically English, but um, most of her grandparents on both sides of her family are uh, from, like, the Cork area of Ireland, you know. So she's, like, oh, yeah. like, half Irish. I think my brother actually did a DNA test, and we're half Irish and, like, a quarter Scottish. And But um, but to answer your question, like, what you're really kind of wanting to get, like, how I got into the genre, really um, – so this is kind of like my st- my story. I've told it a million times. I feel like, but uh, my senior year, right after I started playing um, Irish music at the for after that Irish pub opened up at, yeah. at Purdue, um, my my grandfather on my mom's side he passed away, and they were really tight family, and um, I so they asked me to play the um, the fiddle at the funeral, you know, as like a nice touch, yeah, and. Uh, 
And I don't think they were expecting that. I just like I was just I just made everybody just ball. You know? <laughs> Did just, you play Danny Boy? It was so or? touching. <laughs> um, no, I played a Shokin Farewell, okay. which is a that's another. So that's a song I usually play. That's like my my probably my more favorite ballad to play, which comes from a fiddle camp in New York and everything. But um, anyway, so uh, my family just were just so pleased with the performance and how like the funeral went and. Um, and like they snuck a card in my fiddle case as I was leaving, and it had some cash in it. And they're like, "If you want to use this money, you have to go to Ireland right now, and like come back in three months." Wow! And, oh my god! Like, otherwise, you Ireland have to give the money back. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you know, I was at the end of college. I didn't have a dime to my name, you know. And so I looked for like the super cheap flights and, uh, <laughs> so you can and make like, sure you have someone to get back. <laughs> yeah, and I had somebody like to survive for three months and. Uh, so yeah, so I I booked a flight and I I talked to some uh, some people that were that went to Ireland before just to give me a heads up and they told me to go to Galway, and uh, so I booked a flight and figured out how to get to Galway. Uh, I think I flew into Shannon, took a bus up to Galway, and then I checked into a uh, a hostel, a youth hostel. I was 21 at the time. Yeah, and uh, and that's all I planned. Other than my return trip was three months later. Wow. So I was wow. like, so my first day um, waking up at this hostel after I got there that night, um, I uh, the owner was like this, uh, he was, I think he was French, and he asked me if I was the American that asked him for a job. And I was like, no, but I can do it, you know, and yeah. I can take the job. And he's like, all right, give me a second. And he comes back a minute later, he's like, all right, you're hired. And I got a job at the hostel changing bed sheets. <laughs> oh, man. Like the first day. Yeah. And then uh, I was like, all right, now I got base camp set up. And yeah. And I, uh, then I just, uh, I was planning on taking my fiddle out on the street and uh, what they busking. call busking. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you that's, know. The, the, that's the way to go. Yeah, street performing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, so I just started street performing. And uh, I think that's where I got my performance-like skills. You that have came to. In. Uh, right. You got to draw the people over. You got to right. be ready to run if you're not yeah. allowed to be doing it at yeah, a certain right. spot. and <laughs> Just kind of stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I learned the etiquette between the other buskers. They kind of oh, sure. yeah, they once got they their saw corners a new guy and... on the street, they're like, all right, you got to know a few things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't cross them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's quite, the, that's really exciting. When you got there, were people like, oh, there's an American trying to play Irish music? Music or were you playing American? Well, you know what kind of stuff were you playing? I was I was trying to play uh, Irish music, which I found out later I probably would have done better busking if I was playing like like American country <laughs> fiddle or something like <laughs> right, that, you know. Yeah. But um, I did have a couple of people come up to me wondering if I could give them uh, Irish fiddle lessons. Yeah, I think you know from like oh, all across cool. Europe, you know, because uh-huh. I looked Irish. And yeah. then as soon as I opened my mouth, they're like, "Oh, you're American." And they're like, "Oh, never mind." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you pick up a little bit of you know the accent when you were there, or anything like that? Uh, it might be hard. You maybe. might not even have noticed it yourself. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> people do talk a little differently, you yeah. know, like different words and different inflections. And, um, you know, I was definitely struggling at that point. But I've gone, we actually, my wife and I just went this past August, and I had cool. a much better time understanding everybody. Oh. Yeah. I, so. What do you attribute that to? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just a little more mature. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but also, you know, but my wife didn't have that good a time uh, understanding him, actually. But uh, I was like, yeah, that's what he's saying. And oh, it's, interesting. Because it's really fast. But you also have to understand, like, how they think. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a little different, little different line of like logic, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you learn all the Celtic songs that you sing? Um, well, I mean, I've been playing it since 2006 and just listening to it, you know, when I was the fiddle player and, uh, just sitting down and practicing, you know, yeah. just, uh, you know, listening to albums and things like that. Or, um, have you, um, did you do a lot of, uh, you know, observing when you were in Galway, did you go to any of the bars and pubs and things like that to to hear others play? Um, yeah, but ma- mainly those were um, usually more instrumental type songs and mm-hmm. music. Um, and a lot of times the in the pubs over there, you know, the on the weekends or whatever, like the real big nights of the week, they'd be um, they'd be playing more American music. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, that's I what's like more that. popular, and they don't want to hear the same old Irish <laughs> stuff they grew up with listening to Grandma. Yeah. That's the irony. You went over, <laughs> yeah. to, you went right. over to Ireland to, mm-hmm. to, you know, acclimate yourself to Irish music, and, mm-hmm. and no one's playing Irish music. Right. <laughs> yeah. Actually, when we just went this August, I swear they were playing my exact same playlist that I usually gig with. I'm like, oh, really? Well, it's like they it's do some the... Celtic songs and then some American songs that yeah. everyone loves. Like even like Sweet Caroline and things like that. Oh, like, I, I do love you know. that song. It's yeah. like kind of a guilty pleasure. I remember yeah. when that, you know, when I was a kid and that uh, song would come out, I'd be like, oh boy, you know, this yeah. is. Uh, but when I, I hear it now and I'm like, just, you know, you just chime right in. That's oh, a fun yeah. one. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a great song. Get everybody together on the same page. Yeah. In their performance. Yeah. So. <laughs> that, that can get the crowd going for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, that that's kind of interesting that, you know, where is the home of Irish music if it's not in Ireland, you know? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's still in Ireland. I mean, they're, yeah. they're still... Um, you know, like we have classical violinists here um, that stay in that lane and want to focus on orchestral violin stuff. Uh, they have the uh, their trad music, you know, traditional session uh-huh. music, and there's those fiddle players that kind of stay in that lane. And they don't want to play anything outside of that, you know, be caught playing American music or something. Right, it's, right. It's, it's a big... It is a really deep grain in their culture that um, I really hope they do hold on to because um, it seems like with all the cultural influences of people visiting, it does seem like it's getting diluted. But um, hopefully, you know, they can maintain that, you know, uh, density of their yeah. culture, you know. so Do you um, play any modern um, Irish music? Uh, yeah, I do a little uh, Floggy Molly, Dropkick Murphys. Oh, you know, yeah, so, yeah. Some yeah. of those bands are from, one of them from Chicago, uh, Dropkick Murphys, I think they're from Chicago. Uh, Floggy Mollys. Sure. I, I want to say sure. I saw I at least one of them. from Boston. <laughs> oh, maybe. You might be right. <laughs> yeah. But um, those are, I mean, those guys are kind of like punk Irish. Yeah. I mean, that mm-hmm. is fun, fun music. Yeah. And there's just nonstop, you know, yeah, just I, I like high, the high energy. energy. Yeah. 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 And my, my fiddle playing, especially when I played with Highland Rain, I mean, I was just, I just played the heck out of my fiddle. Just, yeah. just, just, I mean, I had to replay the fingerboard. Everywhere. You know, I replayed the fingerboard a few times while, you know, over the course of a couple of, you know, a few years and just, I mean, I was, I was playing hard all the time. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it, was, it was fun, you know, and I, I like that high energy, getting sweaty on stage and, 
uh, you know, but I also like my show now. It's like I still play hard, but I don't like kill myself like I used to. You know? Right, right. <laughs> uh, what are some of your favorite songs to play? Like your favorite traditional songs? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough question. Yeah, but I'm sure it depends on you know like your mood on a particular day. You know, yeah, and and I I have a lot of people request. Sometimes I say play your favorite song, and I'm just like I I mean my favorite song I don't know like yeah. every song is has its place. You, you always know? have to have that like in your pocket though. Like oh here's yeah. my favorite song and yeah. you know. Uh, just have that, that quick answer, you know? Yeah, and I, I also don't like to label a song my favorite song, right. you know, because then, like, it might change, you know, and tomorrow. Inevitably. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like I don't like it's to pick favorites. Change. <laughs> yeah. You know? you know, they all have their place, and, uh, you know, there's some, you know, some of the, I don't know, if I had to pick a song of, like, my favorite Irish song, I don't know. Like, one of the songs that come to mind was, like, Galway Shawls, a song I recently learned in the past year, and uh, has this beautiful love song, has a haunting melody to it, and, and you know, it just kind of stays in your head all day, and uh, that has a nice feel about it. But that's really kind of a soft song. Yeah. And, uh, uh, so, in learning these songs, do you uh, listen for them on any particular... You know, I mean, do you, do you know a particular artist that you like? Oh, okay, I'll I'll try to learn that song, or or is there radio shows or um, you know that kind of thing that that kind of connects you to the traditions that you're trying to like bring to people around here? Um, I mean, a lot of these songs, you know, they go back so far in history, and they're kind of uh, they're the traditional songs that everyone kind of associates with Irish music. And, um, you know, like, so I just kind of try and stay on that realm. And I also am open to learning all, all kinds of, uh, you know, stuff. I'm not, you know, against learning anything. And, you know, but uh, I guess I I listen to Pandora a lot. Uh-huh. You know, I just put it on, like, Irish pub music, you know. <laughs> that's its own genre right that's there. Kind of yeah. a, that's a radio station, yeah, yeah. the internet radio. And, uh, you know, I generally play a lot of stuff on there. I, I don't do the more honorary songs. I get yeah. a requests for Right, right, like the limericks. They're a little bit more yeah. uh, limericky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. You have to know your audience, I guess. Sometimes yeah. you can get away with that. There's but. generally a lot of kids in the audience whenever I yeah. play. <laughs> That's what happens when you go to, uh, you know, breweries these days. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, you used to not have be able to have kids at bars, and now, like, people yeah. just bring their kids to breweries. Right. I'm not sure what the distinction is. Yeah, but right. Well, all good. That's yeah. fine, you know. And that's like, how it is in Ireland. Yeah, yeah so. right. All the pubs. and <laughs> All the uh, pubs, yeah. It was... Uh, and the breweries have become like um, the pubs of Ireland. You right. know, it becomes these like community centers almost. Right. And places mm-hmm. where you can get a little food and you know get a little drink and know that you're going to run into your friends and, yeah. and everyone's got their like favorite place. You yeah, know? It's exactly. Like breweries are like the the new pubs of mm-hmm. of uh, of America, Midwest anyway. I don't right. know. Right. Yeah, and wineries and uh, and the wineries. Yeah. yeah. I I do like a traditional bar still, especially an Irish pub, you know. Yeah. You can just yeah. get anything you want, you know. Right. Right. <laughs> but uh yeah, I think it's all good. It's all good. So stuff. you had uh, you know, grown up playing the violin fiddle and mm-hmm. uh when did you incorporate other instruments? I mean, now you know you've got your guitar and and you seem pretty comfortable with that. Uh, um yeah, I uh, I started playing just kind of pick at the, at the guitar like on the side. Um just cuz 
I was, it's, you know, it's, it's easy to play a song and like around a campfire, you know, it's easier to play a guitar and sing a song than to try and entertain with just the fiddle. And so I just kind of was just always just had it on the back burner like through college. And then, um, it wasn't until I decided to do this, my one man band show that I'd really, um, started really playing the guitar yeah which i feel like i still have a long way to go <laughs> with the guitar so the the one-man band stuff that really uh uh originated when you moved up here from indianapolis right yeah and and you just you know kind of redefined yourself as a mm-hmm. as a one-man musician and right. um, had to uh, pull all these other song new songs together or at least figure out how to play them right. without a band also involved and Right, uh, I had to really to use the loop pedal. You have to fi- figure out an arrangement for each song. Yeah, you know, and like have to listen to it and see if I can find a loop in the song. You know, did you um, start with when you started doing that? Did you start with the loop stuff then at the same time? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so you're like, okay, I'm I'm moving mm-hmm. to uh, you know Michigan. Southwest Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna do a one man band thing. Uh, I better figure out how to how to do this loop stuff. Yeah, that- <laughs> pretty much. I uh, I think I, I remember asking for a loop pedal once for Christmas, and like my family pitched in to get me the loop pedal. You know, they, oh, were, that, they were kind of expensive. It was on your you know, it was on your mind. Bucks and you know, yeah. so yeah, I had it for probably five years before I even picked it up to use it. You know, ah, I, okay. I was thinking I was gonna try and do something with solo fiddle and uh-huh. like play a fiddle lick and then loop that and then play overdub on that. I've seen electric yeah. violinists uh, do that kind of thing. Have you so. done anything like that during any of your shows where you uh, loop uh, your own um, no, uh, fiddle? No, but... That um, can get really yeah, intense. Yeah, it could be really cool, you know, yeah. especially if I use, started using effects or something. But I was kind of trying... Right now I'm on that thread of, you know, just being... Uh, you know, the traditional Irish genre and classics. And, uh, you know, I think that that's, I think that genre and like the way you play those musics and, and like when you're sitting in a bar and it's just a, just a pure, like leaving the instruments to themselves, you know, and just letting the guitar ring. And like, I think if you mess with it, you're kind of also, you know, like dumbing down the person who made the guitar, you know, that the, the guitar itself was already made by a master, you know, so I don't want yeah. to mess that up, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Might as well use it, uh-huh. you know. But anyways, I'm in the future, though, I mean, I'm not against doing something like that, you know. So I've only been doing this solo show now for, you know, just over three years. And so I feel like I have plenty of, of road to go and different pathways to take, you know. Ahead Absolutely, of me, ahead of yeah. Me. So I, I love that. I just have plenty of room to expand with it so. you know um the day we saw you at uh, sister lakes brewing and those other bands are playing they they called you back up and you went up yeah. and like yeah. played with, with them uh, yeah you mm-hmm. jammed with them and i thought that was great you know uh and being fun. able to incorporate the fiddle yeah. and i mean that brings a whole new dimension to you know a standard rock song i mean mm-hmm. think about you know the limited number of of bands that have a fiddle on top of it i guess right. there's some some um uh I'm, I'm thinking that you know there there's some bluegrass bands i think goose has a um has a fiddle player i'm trying to remember hmm. uh but you know it's it's getting more and more incorporated into into everyday yeah. you know rock music or right you know that that's 
maybe not rock rock music, but uh, yeah. certainly um, you know jam band music or bluegrass music. There's right. There's it's a, a lot. Of, it's a super versatile instrument. Yeah, and, and, and I, it brings a terrific sound. Yeah, yeah. Complimenting. And my, a lot of my uh, my music career up to this point was taking my fiddle and just and like going to open mic night or somebody performing oh, right. like, hey, let me sit in with you, and I'll just accompany you yeah. and just play by ear and uh that was that's when i that irish music brought that about was playing by ear uh-huh. um and that's how the fiddle players in ireland actually learn they don't even know how to read sheet music oh over wow. there. they yeah. just play by ear they just go to the pub and they sit in the corner and they all just play the tune they just figure out the tune by ear uh-huh. and so when you have a trained ear it's it, it's a it was a night and day difference between when i was playing classical and what i'm playing now because oh, now sure. i can be in the moment I can be expressive, and I can just have the fiddle. I could the, and like the, the less mind I have going on in my head, the better. Just, yeah, just let it flow is like the best way to go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, that is that is that always like the way quote, to go. Huh? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you know, anytime you can, you can uh, break through that monkey mind and really yeah. just be able to express is uh is a good day yeah for sure. exactly yeah and and i loved being the the fiddle player you know you don't come across very many of them so you know when i was jamming so right. it always kind of helped me kind of get up on stage and like oh hey come on we got i got a fiddle player here and it was yeah. like a special event you know and it always felt good to be that like uh, the unique instrument you know yeah yeah so, so what other instruments do you play? You got the fiddle, the guitar, the um, yeah, uh, the bow drum. Bow drum. Um, I do have a mandolin at home. Uh, haven't picked it up in a long time, and I got a ukulele. But uh, you know, I, I yeah. bought a tin whistle, but I'm terrible at it. <laughs> so <laughs> that seems like that's more my speed. I don't okay. play any instruments, but a tin yeah. whistle, I might be able to blow into yeah. a tin whistle. I might be yeah. able to handle that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm, there's a lot of instruments I'm trying to learn. But that's great. I, I can't really say I can play them really i can make a sound with them <laughs> did you find the mandolin and the ukulele um pretty easy to pick up after you figured out the guitar um well so i haven't picked up the mandolin since i've been trying to figure out the guitar so <laughs> okay. like and that was my biggest hiccup when i tried learning the mandolin from fiddle was learning how to use a pick oh, instead of a uh-huh. bow and that was my biggest hurdle and and now that i've been playing the guitar for a while i think it'd be interesting to see Oh, maybe I can pick on the mandolin a yeah. little better now, probably. So, um, remind me: Do the ukulele and the mandolin both have four strings? Uh, no, mandolin has typically eight strings. Oh, really? But they're doubled up. Oh, okay. So it's sort of like a twelve-string guitar, but with right. uh, four strings. Four okay. strings, but they're the same tuning as a violin. Oh, so all right. It's, so it's that's all, it's to- okay. So yeah, that's like fingering on the mandolin is the same fingering as a. Ah, so, okay. Yeah, so that's so why I was like, oh, well, I already know the whole structure of it. You right. Know, and it has frets, and so it's just the picking part. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I know people do all kinds of stuff with violins. Have you ever played a violin, like, uh, you know, in a picking mode? Um. Well, I did when I was learning. I mean, yeah. I, I'd play it just with my, my thumb, you know, put it in a guitar uh, formation and just... Uh, pick it at it you yeah. know when you're trying to figure out a note or two but um yeah i mean there's there's pizzicato and orchestral that's they call it pizzicato uh-huh. <laughs> what is that in reference to a pizzicato that, that means you you pluck the oh string where you're plucking the strings it, yeah, okay right. so there is a name for that there is a name for it writing yeah. classical music you're yeah. right yes yeah. this is sounding familiar yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay i know what you're talking about now yeah 
Uh, so before we were talking, you had mentioned that uh, you've written one song. So not that I'm going to ask you to play it, although it would be great to have you play another song before we end. But yeah. um, I'm just curious about that one song. Uh, you know, what's the style of it? And, uh, you know, how did you come about? Um, make, and when did you write it? Um, I think I wrote it, I don't know, maybe a year ago. I, I'd never perform it out. <laughs> hey, you're looking at your wife. Yeah. yeah well, uh, she she helped me do the um, the lyrics. For oh, it. cool. Uh, so that kind of helps. And we kind of wanted to. We put a little Irish flair to it, and um, and I don't know. It's it was kind of on our, our state of uh, moving out here to, into Pawpaw. We're kind of live out in the country a little bit. Uh-huh. So I called it way out in the country, but. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Do you want to hear a little bit? Yeah, of Yeah, okay, like, all right. If you're <laughs> if you're happy to play it, that sounds good. And you're gonna play it on your guitar. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I usually I usually loop it. Uh uh-huh, so, right. Uh, so I don't have that loop that. set up. Um, so I kind of designed it so I can really just wail on the fiddle over the top of it. Oh yeah. You know, get, like kind of play to my strengths a little bit. Um, but it's still I still am happy with uh, how the guitar part came out. Um. All right. Okay, Okay, what do you call it? I call it Way Out in the Country. Way Out in the Country. All right. Brian McClure, Way Out in the Country, his own song. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Never played in the bars, but I've got to play it on the radio. You got it. (laughs) All right. right. Yeah, whenever you're ready, and I'll try. All right. All right. Brian McClure. Way out, way out 
All right. That was great. You <laughs> like that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, very nice. Uh, and you have not played that anywhere. No, that's <laughs> great. No. <laughs> yeah, especially with the pick made out of my business cards. I know. Yeah, that's right. You were having trouble finding a pick when we first yeah, got here. Yeah. You were like, uh-oh, how are we going to do this? <laughs> that was very innovative, yeah, for sure. thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the words kind of have a little bit of a tragic, I don't know if you sense that. It was way yeah. out in the country, literally, but then also it kind of turned into a metaphor for like heaven you know oh so. yeah okay and you guys kind of wrote that together yeah it's really nice mm-hmm. yeah she's more I, i'm not i'm like an elton john i am not good with lyrics <laughs> yeah. there's a lot yeah. of musicians that you know never really wrote their own lyrics yeah okay. you know, jerry garcia bob okay. Ware. they always had you know writers with them and stuff oh, okay uh, yeah it's uh That'd be me yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i like instrumentation though so, yeah, and melody creation and right. And how did that? You know, how, what was the origin of that? Did you have that melody just coming to you? I think how, I how was, was just it? practicing one day, looking out the window, and I just uh, started playing something. And yeah, then I you know sometimes I think you just start playing a chord, and then just what's your what do you feel like it's going to come next? You know, so I just That's started great. on a G and just started wailing on it. You yeah, know, and just figuring out, and then just what do I hear, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I, you know, it's kind of weird. I, I don't really know much like music trivia. I don't listen to very much like music mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't, I don't know if this is a good point. Maybe this, I'd be helpful if I did listen to a lot of music. Um, I'd be more of a connoisseur of that. Um, but I think it helps that I'm not being like influenced by too much. You're coming at it from a very pure source. You're not, you're not trying to duplicate anything or copy anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're, you know, it just comes from a deep place. Right. Yeah. Kind of, kind of more of like a meditative state, like trying to get, like you said, your monkey brain out of the way Yeah. and just let it flow. Life (laughs) is all about just trying to push that monkey mind, you know, chatter Mm -hmm. away. So yeah, can, yeah. I think that maybe if anybody's listening, that's like trying to be a better songwriter. Maybe that would help. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this was only your first song. I mean, uh, yeah. And you know, if if uh, that that um, uh, if you can duplicate that, you know, do more of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of a sudden, you know, you're a songwriter. Yeah. You know, uh, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, I know. Sometimes you get a little wrapped around the. Uh, around the axles and just uh afraid of doing something that doesn't sound good and then you don't do anything you know it's better just go out there and make mistakes and that's the only way you're gonna learn right exactly yeah you gotta you gotta give it that try and you know if you try and it doesn't work out great well you know at at least you tried and you've learned like you know oh how how could i do it differently the next time and things like that yeah well, you know, anyway, so um, uh, do you have a, let's, uh, before we end here, um, let's talk about, you know, your um, your social media sources, a website, or, you Oh, know, yeah, I have a website, yeah. it's uh, com. so okay. it's B-R-I-A-N-M-C-C-L-U-R-E, uh, music.com, so you have my full schedule there. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I, pl- I play uh, typically every Friday, Saturday around the area. Good um, for you. So we are in uh, Paw Paw, so I generally try and do like about an hour radius around there. <laughs> right. Um, but coming up here, I'm playing at the Paw Paw Eagles, 
And then uh, every first and third Saturday, I'm at Harbor Light Brewery in South Haven. Oh, yeah, okay. So that's a really good gig. I'm really happy to work with those guys, really good people. Um, I uh, got a few gigs coming up at the Lucky Wolf in downtown Paw Paw. Oh, okay. Um, And uh, the Thirsty Hound. I'm going back down to play at Nine Irish Brothers again coming up soon. And so it's good to go back to to play with those guys in old stomping grounds. Yeah. Got a uh, gig down there close to Indy at Urban Vines towards the end of March, uh, February. Um, and then March is around the corner. I have a really busy on St. Patty's Day. Oh, yeah, right. And, uh, the night so. before St. Patty's Day, St. Yeah. Patty's Day, the yeah. day after St. Oh, Patty's yeah. Day. Like a couple of, couple a week of gigs before. a day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that's yeah, great. That's a, that's a fun time to be an Irish musician. I'll tell yeah. you what. Um, that's right. Uh, yeah, but I'll be on the March 17th that night. I'll be at Paw Paw Brewery, and uh, during the day I'll be at Tantric Brewery in Allegan. So, um, wow. Yeah. Then yeah, you really are all over the place. And being based in Paw Paw, I mean, you're not too far from Kalamazoo area. You're, yeah. You know, you, Grand uh, Grand Rapids is even within that hour radius. I it think. is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's, a, there's a whole like it's it's crazy since I moved up here from Indianapolis. You know, I don't I couldn't do music as a full-time gigging thing i don't believe in indianapolis well you didn't really try either well i didn't try it's true <laughs> but i don't i don't think there's just as many venues that might know? be yeah so I, up here i just i i still have probably yet to have everybody even consider me up here it's yeah like, or i've even emailed them all right there's just so many there really are yeah. and you know we we live in a really awesome area yeah. where it's it's about relaxation and access to nature and right. you know a little beer and wine and, yeah. and whatever else you know it's it's all it's all here that, that's a great part about being oh, up yeah. here and and there's just a lot of art and a lot of and a lot of uh you know great little venues and and places to eat and, and drink and yeah, a lot yeah. of people making great music too it's, yeah it's, we love it since yeah. we moved here we just absolutely fell in love with it very and, nice. Uh, All right, yeah. she's trying to show you something here. Oh yeah, also, uh, so locally f- to to you here in Sawyer, you know, I, I play at Haymarket. Uh, oh on yeah, Sundays sometimes. Uh-huh. Right in Bridgman. Then. Uh, I think uh, when is my next show? And you there? were at Local Poor last Saturday. That's where we saw you there. Yeah, Local Poor, and uh, so I'll be at Haymarket on the twelfth of March, um, from uh, two to five, and the Local Poor. I'll be there back there on April eighth. That's great. So that's just some local gigs around here. So Awesome. Um, All right. And uh, so I've been talking with Brian McClure. Brian, thanks again. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for coming on the show and playing us your songs. And you've been listening to us on uh, Radio Harbor Country. This is John John Goldman with Johnny's Secret Stash. And we're also uh, on uh, 106.7 FM out of Three Oaks. That's WRHC. And 93.5 out of Sawyer, that's WRHZ. And we're underwritten by Karis Cottages. And that's all we got for you. Thanks, everybody. Good night.